Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, brought to you by Omaha. Omaha Audio, Cousin Sal, coming to you live on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. Well, kind of joining Actually joining my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Sheck, we come in once a week. We try to, I like to see everyone's face, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Thursday, uh, I said, okay, let's be in office Thursday. It's kind of how we've done it for a little bit. Martin and I are here. Sheck is on Zoom. Sheck did not get the memo. Just kidding. He did. He just didn't read it right. No, I did. But listen, like Eric DaCosta is to NFL <laughs> GMs or Ron Hextall is to NHL GMs, Dave Damashek is to podcasting. I screwed up. I'm a, I, I'm bad at doing this. I misread stuff and you have my sincere apologies. I, I, I'm a sh- I don't know how I... How I misread that we were meeting up in the office today. I assumed this. Listen, I, I, I don't you, know. It, it, really it makes you feel better. No one's surprised. Okay. I, I don't know if that matters at all. But, but poor Martin. Apologize to Martin. He, was, he got on his electric bike at 6.15 this morning to make it here. And uh, and there he is. I just that, that was my thing. Dave was like, is that going to be a character trait now? You not having a car? Are you always going to ask for a ride? You know what I, my, no, yeah. my character trait is, Dave? Showing up. That's my character trait. Check, give, check, give, give Martin yeah. your car if you're not going to use yeah, it. Yeah, you're I right. That's that's the best uh, <laughs> solution here. Uh, I do have the spaghetti. Is Sheck worse on email or text? Um, in my history since November 2016 with Sheck, I would say that the text messaging has probably got me more on edge just from our days in the NFL. Really? And look, we always got it done, but a lot of close calls with like a guest is coming in this time where Shaq, please come in. Like he's late to the office, a lot of stuff like that. And like, just please answer this one text so I could have the rest of the day be cleared. And then like he would answer five hours later after it was already. What the hell? What the hell? This I is, said, this I is said, we already fi- like I said, we figured it all people out. People hate 2016 for different reasons. This is why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, Shaq. I don't know what the, <laughs> it is weird, but we'll text, someone will text you and you won't get back to them, but we'll see in the meantime, we'll see like three tweets about the 1977 penguins. Right. So he's on some kind of device. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Spaghetti yeah. knows what I'm talking about. All right. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no good answers here. Um, and I think it's best that we just press forward. Yes, you're you right. My, right. My team's on the floor. All right. Your team's on the floor. Let's talk about Kevin Durant. Martin, this okay. is fun. He returned. His over-under was 20 and a half points for the Suns, and he hit the over. Wow. They are back, the Suns. They beat the Hornets, the LaMelo Ballas Hornets 105-91. Um, he's a force. I listened to Martin and um, and and Mark Gunnels, Mark Gunnels is on <laughs> lemon pepper parlay. And there's a lot. I, I do worry about the Suns team defensively because they're old. And you said it's a matter of minutes before Chris Paul. Here's a pop and that's it. But I guess a good start for KD. I mean, I, that's pretty much that's the method that the Phoenix Suns could win the championship right there. Devin Booker goes for 30, yeah. KD 25, 30. That's right there. That's the that's the formula. So you saw it last night against one of the worst teams in the NBA. Right. But uh, you know, just watching the highlights of that is a lot of mid range jumpers. 
Yes. A lot of mid-range jumpers. And it's like, but KD is so good, man. Like, that's my takeaway. I know. I you forget there. when he's good how damn good he is. Like, I don't know. This just sounds like, like it's like an easy take, but it's just like he's so he, – what was he, 10 for 15 last night? Mm-hmm. He's walking down the court, and it's just like everybody else is playing a different sport than him sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> just so, he's so good. In fact, like when he screws up, you're like, what's the matter with you? That should be easy. What we've seen it so many times. Why, why'd you miss? Check Suns are plus four fifty. A little short the odds, I think, for a team who's um, you know, third in the Pacific Division, right? Or second? I guess they're second now over the Clippers. The Celtics. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's this. He's this mercenary chess piece. Is Kevin Durant and has been for the last at least half decade by his own choice. Obviously, we all know about leaving OKC and the the alleged ring chasing and everywhere else. And now he's bounced all over Basketball America and landed in Phoenix. And I think all this sort of like because he was sitting down after the deal to Phoenix, you kind of look at it almost like a fantasy thing, and you don't absorb. Um. What that means to plug KD into a pretty good roster already, right? Yeah. Long story short, this team should go to the finals, right? I mean, I I, I really don't see exactly what is the best argument against the Suns. We're we're banking on injury. I guess that's not crazy with Chris Paul and KD, but besides that, I really don't see a ton of resistance there defense. in the first three rounds. Defense, from old defense, right? Yeah, the, the Warriors shooters get hot. I mean, you know, it's nice that Booker and Durant and Paul are putting up numbers, but how are you going to get back? I mean, I think that too. I th- defensively is going to be an issue. And I think a lot, Sacramento is going to give teams trouble in that first round. They're going to be well, fun. Because they're going to score a ton of points. Mm-hmm. But like like you said, the war, like looking at it right now, the four or five matchup would be Suns Warriors. Yeah, I would think, I don't know, that should be. Oh, that's a great. But teams game. just don't do that. Second- teams don't do. Sacramento would be really bucking history mm-hmm. to 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 make a run to the finals. Teams just don't do that. They don't just suddenly right. go from being a, a bum team to being, uh, you know, I, I mean, an upper seed, which is what they're going to get, a top seed somewhere in the in the mix there. But they're not going to run through no, three. I'm rounds. not saying they're no. about to run through three rounds. I'm saying they're going to score a ton of points. And I think if you look at the NBA this year, I mean, just last night you had, I think it was the first time in NBA history you had two games that didn't go to overtime that had two 40 point scores on either side. Is that right? Wow. Tatum and Mitchell went for 40 either side. Every in, day there's in a Boston day. and Cleveland. And I can't remember what the other game was, but it was still like there's the scoring is so high. Malik much 40 points off the bench right. for the Kings in a, in, a, in a double overtime game. So that's where if I'm the Suns, I look at. Yeah, we have to have some defense. We can't just be completely Ole defense out here because we're not going to be able to keep up. You know, you bring up a good point with that four or five matchup. Sheck, is that if it's Suns Warriors, is there ever been as much, maybe as much, but not more star power in a first round playoff matchup? I don't know if any in any sport, if you get Suns Warriors first round. I mean, everyone got excited about Nets. Celtics last year, but I don't think that stacks up to. No, nah, I mean, I guess we, dude, the Nets were so. Uh, sorry, Dave. The Nets were not on the same level as the Celtics last year. I was saying the name recognition, like sure, in terms sure, of sure. you know, but but I think this is even better, Shaq. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the we we can go back to the eighties, but to to solve that one, but yeah, we talked about it the other day. I think when that you had. Those those West teams with, you know, when you had the super team in Houston, when Chaz Barkley and and Clyde yeah. the Glide and Akeem were all there. I There has to be a matchup. In fact, they did play. The I'm Sonics, talking first right? round, so though. Kemp, I mean, just first round. Ta- yeah. 
Oh, but uh, I mean, this would be a four or five, right? This would be the first round matchup. I, I mean, don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know how many off the top of my head first round matchups contain right now multiple first ballot Hall of Famers. Right. I think but, that's how you look at yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be the way to look at it. Like you look yeah. at the Boston one last year. Jason Tatum is moving that sure, way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Jalen Brown's moving that way, and KD and Kyrie are definitely in. Right. But right here, you got guys who are minted, right? Yeah, that's Steph's the minted. Sunday. Minted. That's the Sunday three thirty Eastern game. For sure on ABC. I think that's uh, that's it. All right. Now, Martin, this is bad for us. Anthony Davis is out. And I heard you on Lemon Pepper Parlay with Mark Gunnels. Um, you don't think the Lakers will make the playoffs. I don't think they will. Gunnels does. Shaq, you did. Even with LeBron out, we're like, how is this going to get done? And then I went home and I thought about it. And they were minus 325 to not make the playoffs, the Lakers. This is with LeBron. They were going to reevaluate him. They still are in two weeks, I guess a little less now. Minus 325. I said, listen, we're going to talk about this for the next three or four weeks. So why don't I bet three, five, seven, nine, twelve thousand dollars on something like this? And so I did. And what do they do? We go on. Anthony Davis announces he's out against Sacramento. Oh, OKC, and, right? Sorry, OKC, who needed the game to stay with the Lakers, and the Lakers win, and now it's down to minus two thirty. I still like it, but is this what you're talking about, Check? I just don't. It, you still need to score. They can change a lot of the rules, but you still need to score more points than the other team to win. And yeah, well, with no, no, eight, right. No, eight, my, my, the entire thing was, can AD be something close to the best version of himself? If so, that is enough to get the Lakers into the mix. Right. You know, as it stands now. No. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's approaching now for me, what a lot of people are doing. Like, Oh, do we have to talk more about green Bay and Aaron Rodgers? It's like this Lakers thing. I mean, I, I mean, how many pieces are we going to take off the table at this point? Yeah, the Lakers yeah. are not a compelling storyline at this point, you know, with the with the playoffs. Neither. They're much juicier subjects to sink our teeth into in the NBA. Well, right but now. I knew we're talking about like. So, again, that's why I bet three, five, seven, nine, twelve thousand dollars on it. But they are even so, Martin, they're a game out of out of ten. Here's why I think it's still good value. Okay, let's say they get the 10 or nine, right? Mm -hmm. Then they have to win two games to get in the eight for me to lose this bet. I don't think they're a substantial favorite over the Jazz or the Pelicans or the Blazers in that first game or over the Timberwolves or Mavericks in that second game, right? You still have two coin flip games. I think the odds are, I don't know. I'm trying to convince myself this is. Well, I think if, if I was looking at the Pelicans-Lakers matchup, I probably would bet on the former Lakers, the New Orleans Pelicans. All the, yeah, that's all true. The, they're, they're all there. They're all former Lakers. Brandon Ingram and then right. another guy went for 40 last night, I believe. That's the one, yeah. But, um. Yeah, if you just look at this, uh, the Lakers right now, if AD can't go, the Blazers will have the better player in Dame. Yeah. They match up there. Uh, Mavericks, Luka and Kyrie are going to give them all types of hell, even though the Mavericks aren't there. And hell, even if they bump into the Timberwolves or the Jazz, like the Jazz, I would probably pick the Lakers over. But the Timberwolves with, with Anthony Edwards, he'll be the best player on the court. Right. If Anthony Davis is un unavailable. But I do say this, though. I mean, they're all that they're not that no, no one's lighting it up, right? They're all lo two game losing Clippers, three game losing streak Mavs, two game losing streak Trailblazers, two game, you know, so they're all uh, about the same anyway. But uh, this Lakers team, though, after the, from the trade deadline to now mm -hmm. is a better team than the, like it's just off the on top, just off the board there. with LeBron and. Well, even I'm just talking about if LeBron and AD were out right now and they hadn't made any moves, yeah. it was just a rush show. Then I'd be like, yo, they might be contending to finish 13th. Right. But this like Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt rather and Beasley, they have they have found 
functional NBA players, which, you know, that's a, that's a bonus for the league. I get it. I just think like a Vanderbilt's going to have to average 26 over the yeah. next six or something stupid. I don't know if they have it in them, but uh, I, I think it's a bummer when, when your players get hurt and then they scuttle your chances of making hay in the postseason. But I, I don't feel like that. Would you properly call the Lakers a huge disappointment or just bad luck in terms of injuries? I mean, I, I obviously building around an old guy and LeBron and AD who's proven to be brittle for many moons now, but I will say the most disappointing team in the NBA, at least in the West is the Mavericks. It's sort of like what we were talking about with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl with the Edmonton Oilers. At some point, isn't it getting to be bad for Luca in Dallas there that they that that they're still really not? They add Kyrie and there was a lot of buzz about that. What, two, three weeks ago and what that was going to be. And would that be a fit? And there they are. They're still just the Mavs and barely hanging on at the bottom end of the playoff stand uh, seedings and everything. I think the Mavs loom as a major disappointment, even though we don't really talk about them as being that. Yeah, they should be a game over five, uh, better than a game over 500. They should be probably what the Kings are, like 11. I mean, is Luka one of the top three players in the league? He is to me. So by, when, when you're talking about yeah. the math of what that impact should be on an NBA team, when you have one of the three best in the sport, mm-hmm. they should be a lot better and more consistent than they are. It's very strange to me. Yeah, well, everyone's got a star, Martin, right? I mean, just about just about everybody has like their guy. And, you know, but interesting enough, you heard Paul George say he's fine not being the guy. He's fine letting Kawhi do that uh, in, in uh, yeah. Clipperland. Yeah, I don't know if either of those moves paid off. Right. Uh, Kyrie going to Dallas or Westbrook going See, to Clipper. I, I I thought that would. But now the, the, would the Lakers welcome Westbrook in that lineup now and kind of need like a scorer kind of thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that ship out. is sailed, but yeah, I think there are a lot of people speaking to ships and that's what a clipper is. If Ooh. you don't know, it's a fast moving ship. Right. Um, they, they need to get off that stupid name. They, they missed their opportunity. They should have moved on years ago, but anyhow, what's done is done water under the bridge, more ship and, uh, and boat based references. Um, the Clippers are getting some buzz. Do you buy that one? Do you buy the Clippers as the team that will survive no. the West? They lost oh, three in I a row. Don't. I don't like the buzz. I don't, and I bet them to win the Pacific. And that that game against uh, Sacramento just crushed me when both teams scored three hundred and fifty-seven points and uh, went to overtime, which is I mean maybe inspired this new rule. But but also the bottom line is if you're playing Russell Westbrook 30, 35 minutes a game in today's NBA, you're not winning much. It's tough. Yeah. Like he, he, 20 minutes is about the limit right there. I'm not saying he's like, you, you can't find good in Russ cause you can't, but the, the returns become limited after a certain point. That's Little why you more. didn't see him in the fourth and overtime. Let's talk some more basketball here. Um, you know, Jokic a hundred triple doubles now, a hundred triple doubles. Uh, some people don't care at all about triple doubles. It is pretty spectacular when you see the net, you guys want to um, touch Dine Einstein it check you and Martin go back and forth. The, other five players with more than uh, the five players with more than a hundred triple doubles. Jack, you go first. Ooh, I'll take a shot at it. All right. I'll go. Uh, I'll go with Russ. Russ is number one with 198. Spectacular. Martin. Oscar Robinson. Yes. Number two, 181. Check. Magic. Yeah. Number three. Good. We're going in order here. Martin is two to choose from. <sighs> Magic would have been one. I thought, yes. I thought I would defeat Martin by taking the, current guy i didn't know that he would dip back into yeah, history i would have so went, went magic Robertson. i would have went magic uh my guess probably this is not going to be right but lebron yeah is it really yeah okay so wow. i guess you tie unless one of you guys knows the uh fifth it's a current guy right 
current last 20 years. Yeah. But he's not on a roster right no, now. No, he's not. I, I have an idea who it might be. Shaq, you got to go. You get hmm. to go first. Poop. No, that's wrong. It wasn't poop. Um, dang it. I see. I was going to go into the way back machine here and go Nate Archibald. Um, no, that was, that was no, not Nate Archibald. Yeah. I'm thinking of his, uh, his, uh, record, his single season record. Obviously he wouldn't have gotten there and rebounds. I think he was mentioned on an extra point on the last extra points podcast. Oh, uh, maybe not. I don't want to steer you in way. Last no, 20. No, he okay. No, he wasn't. Yeah. It's funny because there was a entire there was a there was an era of most of our lives, Sal, where nobody tripled up. I know, like Magic Johnson did it, and then nobody did it. Is this a is this a good hint, Sal? He played part of his career in Texas. Oh, you know this? Okay, I'm pretty sure I have an idea. All right, Jack, you're out of time. Jason Kidd. Well. Martin, who? is that who you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, it is Jason Kidd. I guess I got to get ah, Well, I, I, I got right. that on the clue, right. so that doesn't count for yeah. me. Yeah, so those are the five. And, you know, he's favorite to win MVP. We went over this. I think we went over this the other day. Like Jason Kidd had that many? That's that wild. Something? They, yeah, they, yeah. they should call it a Jason Kidd triple-double. You had like 12 points and 10 rebounds, 10 assists. So Oscar Robinson's like, wait, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I did this uh, 40 years before any of you idiots. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. So Jokic is at a hundred now, and um, you know MVP. It's weird odds. Bird didn't do that. It's weird Bird didn't have more when you think about it, right? The assists, I guess. The uh, yeah, I well, guess that would. I be. mean, a hundred triple doubles. Now that's I, a lot. <laughs> I get a text from the sports guy today who knows basketball and has a uh, has a vote for MVP, and he's like, Giannis eight to one is too high. I was like, listen. Enough out of you. You've exceeded your limit. Tatum was definitely winning it. Jokic is definitely <laughs> winning it. Embiid's definitely winning. And Giannis is not. Now it's Giannis. He's like, I just go by the odds if they're out of whack. I'm like, well, odds are that all four of these guys aren't going to win. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Now, Martin, you were saying uh, let's disregard Jokic. I think the narrative with Jokic last year was um, he did it without any supporting cast. And that's why it was excused that he wasn't a number one seed and had great numbers. And the bigger thing probably is that he played, he was a worker's horse, more, played more than everybody sure. else. Now it's just the triple doubles and they're the number one seed. And that's why he's ahead of Giannis. But you want to give it, you want to give it to Giannis and the Bucks have won 16 in a row. I mean, 16 in a row is pretty good, Sal. I don't know. Seven, only, only bested by 17 or 18. But it's it, the, the, what's driving me nuts though is really, the argument for Jokic this year was the argument for Giannis last year. <laughs> like, okay. like the argument of like, and now because he's got all his guys back and he's in the one seed, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, well, like, I don't understand then why everybody is not talking about how this is Denver's title to lose. Right. Cause it's like, if this guy is a right. Pantheon great player and all he needed was his help back, like, then why are we talking about the Phoenix Suns winning a title? Right. And I get that they just made the, the move for Durant. But like, why? Uh, why is the whole NBA world was ready to pick the Lakers uh, with LeBron and AD over over the Nuggets if they were to sneak in today? But it doesn't matter. Right. Because it's a regular season award. So that, I, that you could talk about that. I, it, it I mean, I, I get that. But all, uh, it's a it's, it's the ahead, same. Man. It's a, the explanation is the same, but at, at two ends of the spectrum, self-validation, the same reason, not that it was a comprehensive discussion between the three of us 10 minutes ago about who's going to survive the West, but we didn't mention his team. Right. And exactly. um, 
it, nobody it's self-validation. We've already seen it. We already know. But the same thing the voters do. Are they going to go against the 2022 version of himself, the voter I'm talking about, <laughs> who voted for Jokic last year? What's changed? In his mind, like right. I was right a year ago. He's not going to be like, yeah, turns out I was wrong with another 365 days, years of evidence. I should have voted for Giannis last year. I'm going to make that right this year. That's not the way these voters think. They're going to vote tough. for the guy they did last yeah, year, right? Probably. That's probably why he's such a gigantic favorite now. Minus 350, minus 400. Babyface, you wanted to add something? It's the same thing as the Steve Nash thing, though. Is, is it, does anybody think Steve Nash was the best player, the most valuable mm. player when he was winning? That was like Jokic, yeah. you know, to, to margin to anybody's point, like, how valuable is he if we are not picking them to make a deep playoff run? I mean, you know, but you're basing it on the regular, it's a regular season war. They're first place. You know, last year, they I were guess. But fifth. when you assess yeah. value with basketball, like if you play, you know, <laughs> you can do that, you know, uh, replacement level player yeah. thing in other sports more easily than in the NBA. If you pluck any superstar off of any NBA team, the team's going to stink. If you took Giannis away. So like assessing value, for what the team would be without Jokic, like what, what, what would what would Milwaukee be if you plucked well, Giannis off? Obviously, yeah. he's the most valuable. Pull Jason player. Tatum off of Boston. Or Tate, I mean, me oh, but that's true is. about for any team that's relevant. Here's the is thing: take their I, best player away, they're not going to be good anymore. I know we have to talk about this for seven or eight minutes every couple podcasts. I know Skip and Shannon need to talk about it for you know an hour and ninety five minutes every day. But I've come to the conclusion that these awards are idiotic across all the sports pretty much because I'm looking at it and Bill Belichick, who's got to go down as the greatest coach ever won the coach of the year twice in 19 seasons. And LeBron James has not won in the last nine years. He's the greatest basketball player in the last 20 years, half his career, the best player in the NBA has basically gone the second half of his career without winning. So I, I know I'm, I'm going to fall victim to my own uh, advice here, but I don't want to get too crazy about it. Isn't that crazy? Those those stats I read. How do, how does anyone look in the mirror? How does any voter look in the mirror and and say, yeah, no, that's right, Belichick, LeBron, non-factors last decade. Wonder when they decided. Who do you think? It's sort of like, well, I mean, it's like reading the Constitution and trying to interpret it in the 21st century. What the meaning was way back when. Wonder who decided that the word value. Mm -hmm. needed to be injected into that. It's not, it's not the, the most best player. It's the most valuable player, which does add intrigue to the conversation. That's for sure. With us from our side, up, of things. What, what, what is, what do they label the most outstanding, right? Outstanding support. Yeah, right. They're outstanding. This is that in, 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 in a March madness is the most yeah. outstanding player. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So, That's but it. right. So, but when you do that, it does, it does get, I get your point completely, Sal. It's ridiculous. You know, I mean, listen, that, and by the way, Belichick is suffering the same thing that any coach who is in an, in an ongoingly successful, is that a word ongoingly, uh, uh, situation like, you know, the emperor Chaz Noel was yeah. not, was not coach of the year. I, I don't know if he ever won it as a matter of fact, <laughs> the guy who, the guy who was the architect of four and six years, never was the the best coach in pro football. Same thing. Yeah. I think with, the strike uh, Belichick against those guys, Belichick and LeBron is like, well, they're expected to be great. Why should I vote for them? Right. I think, I think that's well, I mean, my, my favorite thing was when people would go against Shaq. Uh, uh, that was my favorite conversation yeah. specific to MVP kind of debates was like, well, I mean, look, what, what Shaq is. In fact, actually, the reason I'm kind of this way now that I'm uh, saying this out loud is it also has to do with Mario Lemieux, too. Well, surprisingly to you. But it's like, well, 
Shaq, Shaq's just Shaq's bigger than everybody. Like, I mean, how how much you're like, yeah, yeah that's right. So that what? that does that that does impact that's fat that shaming. dominance that's body over the shaming. league. That's a, most probably the original <laughs> source of body shaming, right well, there. Well, look, yeah, Lemieux, but he, yeah, I mean, but he's bigger than everybody else, so well, that's kind of not fair. You know, it's like, well, you know, Eddie Spaghetti started the this the other day with Connor McDavid. Said he's the well, I don't even know what you said, Spaghetti. The best athlete in the four sports? I Most said dominant. I said that he, well, number one, I think that he's still almost uh, uh, underrated or underappreciated. Sure, for and sure. then I think that he is by far the best current athlete in the four major sports. And I think it's not even close. So I guess I asked the AO guys that, all right, who's the best athlete in the four, over the four sports? And then. And then you go back to like the parlor kids, like I'm taking Aaron judge. I'm like, all right, you're just doing that to get under my skin. Cause I like Tani. Uh, but he's like, no, he played this. He played rugby. I'm like, oh, and then we're not that, talking about that. Say. That's ridiculous. That was not what the, I thought the but drill. I think, I think, you, I think the drill and, and I'm trying to pin my words. Like if I had to have to ask it again, I was like, who is, which athletes are most superior to the second place athlete in their sport. Is that how you would ask it? That's it. The greatest distance between the yeah. best in the sport and second place, whoever you think that is. Right. Connor McDavid, the 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 gap between McDavid to number two in the NHL is mm-hmm. greater than in any other sport right now. And I think the I think as we sort of touched yeah. on last time, and I think you know what, Spaghetti, let's talk about this on minus three for to get Kevin Hench, who loves his history as well. Is that in person or over Zoom? <laughs> How you guys that's going to be, uh, that's going to be zoomed. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, no, no. I think, you know what? Let's, let's go the extra mile for Hench. Let's, <laughs> let's get face to face again. No. Um, extra 15 miles, but yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the I, I think what it, what it's it, what's interesting is because I got the abs getting to the finals out of the Campbell conference this year, as I think mm-hmm. most people do, is this going to be another year? And are we setting up for Connor McDavid to go down as the greatest athlete in team sports. I'm not talking about Bo Jackson, like, Oh, he can do different sports. I'm talking about dominant athlete. Yeah. We in talked his about sports. this, right? Barry Sanders, is he going to be, right. Yeah. Is he going to go down as the greatest at the greatest performer in team sports to never, win. to not win a title. It's start, starting to track. That's that good. That's a fun award, but I'm just uh, at the point of all this is v- words like value. Words like athlete are almost uh, more, more and more difficult to define over the years, right? Because everyone's got a different interpretation. Meanwhile, Belichick and, and LeBron have no trophies over the last 10 years, basically. Well, LeBron did win in the bubble. He won that year in the bubble? Le- yeah. Oh, you mean MVP? Or? MVP, no, 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 the season no, MVP. No, no, no yeah, not the, not the um, One more thing on basketball. So the Bucks won 16 in a row, and D and Jimmy Haslam, are buying the bucks or bought the but they bought a 25%. These are the Browns owners. I mean, despicable, right? Say what you want about Deshaun Watson, but there's other, you know, ongoing investigations into criminal um, criminal actions by Jimmy Haslam. He had to step aside and it's D Haslam uh really running things for a minute. And so, but you go to the NBA and then you could buy like how are there no checks and balances? How is there no oversee committee to Stop the Haslam's who are under investigation from joining another sport and making waves, Martin. I guess they could afford better lawyers. <laughs> like if you can, if you can afford a quarter of the Milwaukee Bucks, then I guess you can afford the 2023 version of Johnny Cochran to be able to but th- argue whoever is, was going to. You know, it's uh, not a government thing. It's like, hey, this is our club. We don't want to let you in our club. 
sorry, someone else will pay exactly what you're willing to pay for the bucks in two weeks. We just don't want it to be you. I just, I think it's all not to, not to put my tinfoil hat on, but when you see like Dan Snyder and him having two books and everybody, yeah. everybody else is seemingly like, all right, cool, whatever. I don't know. Maybe when you get to this level of money, everybody's got their, like if, if I call out Jimmy Haslam, then Jimmy Haslam will turn around and call me out for why, how I got my billions. Right. Okay. But that's fine. But check. So like if you're a league, right. And you know, so the, the, the point is like, yeah, if a coach has emails with the N word all over them, he's gone. Right. If a, if a player commits a heinous crime, he's at least suspended. You know, the owner is so hard to extract and we've seen this over the years and it's such a black eye to all these leagues. Why wouldn't there be an oversee committee to say, no, no, no. And especially if it doesn't cost them anything, right? Unless in, in your case, Martin, you said they can sue, I guess, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think there's any, um, you don't owe the Haslam's anything you could put in a bid, but no, we like someone else better. Yeah. You know, on one hand, uh, I marvel all the time. Like, how could there be this many billionaires who have this much money to throw around? It's similar to what I always say about when I drive around Los Angeles County. How can there be this this many human beings? Forget that they live in one city <laughs> that can afford these these five million dollar, ten million dollar houses. Right. How are there enough human beings populating the planet Earth at one time to fill this many houses that are well beyond my reach? Um, to do it. And I also feel like there's enough uh, to your point though, you're, there are enough billionaires out there that you can do better than that yeah, with, with their weird stuff right. going on. And I'll point you to two noteworthy examples. One, the NFL rejected Donald Trump when he tried to buy the Buffalo bills. I don't know what happened to him after that didn't work out, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, he didn't end up owner of the bills and Mark Cuban tried to buy the Cubs Right. What? 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And he wasn't up to snuff. I think is, I mean, I think it was like that. It was like, nah, he doesn't fit the bill for so what why major was this league so hard? ownership is. Yeah. Why would this Th be this okay? is, the Browns are a disaster, right? Babyface. That's what I, I completely agree with Dave out of all the billionaire gazillionaires out there. Why would you want the owner of the Cleveland yeah. Browns that has run them into the ground and basically made them a laughing stock. You're like, yeah, give me that guy. Let's let's make sure we have that guy running our team. Yeah. The only thing I could think is it then becomes if you say no to that guy, then it then becomes like the congressional hearings for like Supreme Court justices, right, where the nominees are all vetted and it, it goes on for weeks and you could get you could find dirt on anybody good or bad. Right. And then, well, like we the, talk about, the, the my pillow guy, my pillow guy is rich. That's true. Yeah. Get him in there. Go ahead. Shaq, what did you say? I mean, it's like we say, yeah, it's exactly right. So like we talked about with Dan Snyder. I really, I, I, I know it's conspiratorial, but I really do think that the reason that Snyder hasn't been shown the door by Kamish Goodell is the, is the threat. Like I'm spilling all the beans. Right. Be careful. I really think it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Maybe though, Jimmy Haslam, who's from Pittsburgh, thought he was buying the Buckos. The battling uh, buckos, the pot. I don't know. Uh, I knew it makes it. no sense. No, it's the Pittsburgh connection. Yeah, different bucks. All right. Anyway, the Milwaukee Bucks are plus 475 to uh, lift the trophy. Uh, the Lombardi trophy. Yeah, let's call it the Lombardi trophy in June. Uh, plus 475 on Caesars. Let's give Caesars a little more love here.
Building the perfect same-game parlay can be time-consuming, but with Quick Picks, the Caesar Sportsbook app does the work for you. Quick Picks are pre-built same-game parlays that turn today's biggest headlines, storylines, and games into bets. They're quick and easy to use, and you can't miss them. They're right on the home screen of your Caesar Sportsbook app. Give them a try, and if you haven't downloaded the app yet, register using code OmahaFull, and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake up to $1,250 back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit one 800 Gambler.net, New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Okay, college basketball, we got, oh boy, this time next week, guys, we're going to be in the thick of it, right? Everybody's going to be playing, even the buy teams, I think, start playing right. Thursday, so this is exciting, Ooh. but Shaq, well, I don't know how excited you should be, your wow. Pitt Panthers, what do they do? They finally make it to the top 25, hooray, they're going to get in, and they cr- get crushed by Spaghetti's two-win team. I know I'm embarrassed, but I I can't say I'm surprised. This was a this was a tough spot. This was classic trap game kind of stuff. They're feeling it. They're getting interviewed. How the field it brought pit the pit program all the way back, and now uh, you're ranked uh, players. Um, they probably were feeling it a little bit. Then they have to go to South Bend for Mike Bray's last home game after what 23 years or whatever as their head coach. I assume there was some juice in that locker room. Let's get this one for coach Bray on his way out the door, but it's mm-hmm. still inexcusable given the spot they're in. And, you know, I, I, I just, I can't get over that. Really. It's plausible that if they lose at Miami, these pit Panthers, mm-hmm. and then if they were to lose in the first round uh, or in their first go yeah. in the ACC tournament, that they, that they could be left well, out based on Lenardi and other. You don't want to count November wins because it's too early. If you, if they lose three in a row here as a, as a fringe team, you don't, uh, of course that should matter. I think their resume with 20 something wins in the ACC over teams like Virginia mm-hmm. and Miami 
and twice over UNC, that's enough to get a team into the tournament. UNC might not if make it either. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. It's still so right, but but they're well, I, a halfway decent team. That's a, not a terrible win. All right. They beat, but, either way, spaghetti, you win. So what's the cap of consequences for this Notre Dame pitch? <laughs> <laughs> We're not retroactively doing that. Uh, you could make me have Mike Bray's hair. That would be terrible. Oh, make Dave show up on time. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Uh, I was just going to say to save the Shaq from a cap of consequences. I'll be honest. I, I, I love Notre Dame football. Mm. I could not care less about college basketball. Oh. I might've watched two full games this entire decade. All right. Yeah. Lenardi has the Panthers at, Oh, you're not going to like this Shaq. 78th. No, that's not good. Now that's not good. It was a that's win. not true. There they, true. they dropped uh, in the net from 53 to 55. We're going to be all right. What are we doing? We're just, well, we've just turned it all over to the computers. We learned no lesson from Terminator. We just, we're just going <laughs> to just, we're just going to let them run our lives. Now everything's now a math equation. I'm getting very resentful as a sports fan, mm. a longtime sports fan. How much math is being asked of me these days? All this stuff with the, the yeah. cap, can they fit him in? And what's going to be the consequence right. of, of the cap in five years? If we sign that guy now and what 25% of ownership in the NBA and that, yeah. what, what the hell? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sign up to, 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 Shaq has enough, to the uh, microphone. He has enough trouble understanding words, like the difference yes. between office and home. And uh, now you're going right. to ask him to analyze numbers. I mean, keeping time. I mean, it's too much. You saw how much you saw how uh, angry he was at the idea of a target score. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, th- numbers, pitch yeah, clock, numbers. another I'm number. It's a lot. There's a lot of numbers. All right, uh, this is not a good. What well, Jalen Carter, who was you know, if, if you weren't going to go with a quarterback, uh, the Georgia edge rusher was going to be number one, right? At least top two in the NFL draft. And now he was arrested. Uh, two misdemeanor warrants issued against him for reckless driving and racing on January 15th. By the way, is the news getting worse? Why are we only hearing about this now on March 2nd? Now I know actually, yes, I, I, I know we, we the player, a player died and you know, a staffer died and we knew that part, but that Jalen Carter was um, racing him is uh sort of new for us. I don't know. And now his uh, not that this matters as much in uh, the scope of everything, but he's now 10 to one to be drafted first check. What, what is, what happens to a guy like him in the draft now? I refer, I, I'm not trying to be glib about it. Like you say, people died and everything, but yeah. um, you know, is this going to be as bad as it was for Laramie Tunsil? That's I think the only it thing is. I can compare it to, right? Even though uh, you can't because no one died and everything else. And it was a, a crazy mask and marijuana and kind of silly, but um, I, I can't think of anything else. Do you or Martin, can, can you think of anything like this close to the draft? No. Of a guy getting dented like that? Yeah. yeah. Arch I mean, Leister had his stuff from way back when he was an Ohio State stud QB and, you know, was involved in gambling stuff. And that that dinged him real good. Was it the week NFL before the combine? I guess. We no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I mean, the Tunsil thing is the most dramatic. Right. That was that was like no exaggeration, 45 minutes before the draft. Yeah. He was like, I mean, they like went fourth or fifth. He went 13th, right? To the they're like, well, I remember being on the red carpet thing, like as the players, Zeke Elliott and guys like that are walking in and, you know, glad handed and all that stuff. It's like, whoa, like, did you hear about the video? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, uh, you know, Laramie Tunsil and then looking at it and it was so crazy looking too. Right. Uh, looked like a video game, post-apocalyptic video game or something like that with smoke billow- billowing out was shocking. This is obviously 10 times, a hundred times worse. So 
it is interesting once again you know character and all of that let's see how far he drops and and how much that dings him with these nfl teams i suspect by you know what do we have now it's early march so like you know eight weeks or so until the draft the april yep what do you predict what what, let's this is well i just said i don't want to be glad what do you think i'm glad but over under over under Five and a half. Under. Does he go? You think he goes in the top Still five? Top picks five. Then? I think he goes top five. Like I, I'll, like I really, unless if this is the whole story, and like Sal said, journalism is getting worse and worse, especially like small town local places. Yeah. Uh, support your local newspaper, and maybe we find out about Jalen Carter uh, much sooner than now. Right. Uh, but I think that uh, if this is the whole story. Ultimately, there's there's so much time between now and the draft that he'll be drafted at about the same spot. He's there next week, right? He's going to be at the combine, right? Yeah, he's there. Yeah. No, he's there. Oh, he, 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 he he left for a day. Yeah, he right, left, right. and then yeah. but um, yeah. I, the outside of a maybe Josh Allen tweets like that that will be the thing I can yeah, only think yeah. compares is like people who have tweeted things back when they were 16, 17 years yeah, old. Yeah, something non combine related that makes a player drop. Um, this and then even then, like you can question, like did Josh Allen drop because of his tweets, or did he get drafted at where he was right. likely going to go? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's obviously it's obviously tragic. Dan Marino but. had the cocaine stuff, right, Shaq, or at least rumors of it. There were there were legit rumors that yeah he was drugging while he was in uh, at uh-huh. Pitt, and that that definitely yeah that's a good one yeah that's but uh, nothing historic. specific that came right like it was just so uh, there's a room this is. There know, wasn't maybe, an incident, remember. no. Right. Yeah, there, but there, but there were all those things, and that definitely dropped them because right. then they tied it to performance retroactively. Yeah. Like, well, he didn't have a good senior year. It must be because he's on the schmutz. Right. Uh, so Bryce Young is minus one fifty to go first, and I think that's going to jump to minus three four hundred when they figure out that he got even taller. Um, during the combine. <laughs> How crazy is it that we still focus on this stuff? It's like, ah, ha, ha, I saw him. He's five ten and a half. Or he's, he's, he's standing next to Mina Kimes. This is terrible. He stood next to Mina Kimes accidentally, and it's going to cost him uh, $1.3 million. See, that- Remember when we were talking about Ken Pickett's hands? Those are just his hands, <laughs> and he only really needs one of them to play football. The entire quarterback is tiny. Now what are we going to do? Hands are tough to pick up, but at least like uh, the the aha factor with the guy, because we figured out he's uh, an eighth of an inch shorter than he actually is, is, is weird. Yeah, I will say, Mina Kimes was taller than I expected her to be. Really tall. Yeah, well, not, not even not. with a pineapple on her head, even taller. I mean, pineapple on her head, you might clear six five. No, right. but uh, but see, really, Bryce Young's problem is he's he's too big. Bear with me here. If he was like <laughs> three inches shorter, then it would just be he's super short, and nobody would talk about oh, is he this big? Like like no one was debating if Kyler Murray was five ten. Right, right. Nobody was like, we know he's short, and this is an accepted fact. Like we're gonna work around it. Now, if he was just a slight bit shorter, everybody just would also accept Bryce Young as a right. short quarterback instead of trying to make him taller than he is by line. Like I saw him walking yesterday with a tight end, and somebody retweeted it, and it was like the problem is this tight end is five eleven. It's like no, Bryce Young's a small man. Can't they just? Why does this have to be a surprise so? Let's, like I feel like I show my driver's license um, four times a month. Can't they just get a well, driver's license and whatever's on that is an inch and a half too tall because we all lie anyway. I think I'm five, ten and a half on my driver's license. It's a weird thing that it reaches like that. It's at, in big time college programs do the same thing as they did in my high school. I don't know why 
my high school basketball coach listed me at six one. It makes no sense that he did. What was that going to intimidate anybody? Like uh, opposing coaches, who's that guy? The the thirteenth man there. He's listed as six one. Oh, he doesn't look right, that right. big. But now I'm scared by him. It's weird. Why did Alabama it, confuse that in the first place? Yeah. Where they. Where, were they doing the kid any favors when they were doing it? The people I'm actually mad at, though, are the longtime NFL scrooges, the curmudgeons who have all the answers, even though they don't have them, but they dictate to you that you don't know what you're talking about if you think a quarterback can be under 6'2 and succeed in the NFL. We now are going to have, between Russell Wilson, okay, he didn't have a good year last year, and Kyler Murray, and Drew Brees, who won a Super Bowl and all of that. But we, for for most of our lives, Sal, we were told, well, that guy's not tall enough. He can't be in the NFL because of that. Same as like, you could right. never try to run any sort of variation on the option in the NFL. Everybody's just too fast defensively. It would never work. It, it, it's, well, I, it's, I don't know. Is it neither here nor there that he's short? Does it not matter? I, I, I think it does. I think you, but I think you have to be exceptional in that. I, I think, I, I don't know the roster of how many quarterbacks, but at that size, they're probably discounted immediately. And even with gonna four stats, out of 32 next year, right? Well, well maybe, no, Drew Brees is retired. Maybe, so no, so. maybe edge rushers are really short too. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to, you don't have to see over um, anything tall anymore. Well, the only other spot that you can be that short in plays is a uh, running back. Right. If you're a Darren Sproles type. I'm, I'm going to meatballs. I don't know if you saw this, but now talking about Dallas picking up a running back in the first round and Mike McCarthy saying, all I want to do is run the ball. He's sort of a moron. He, he's not <laughs> enough of a moron to be cut right away, but I think like, I think he's he needs got, to lean more into the I know, moron. I think he's like, he's like too tall. It's about like you're exactly. too tall, but I think he's got two years. What, what good is saying coming out there and saying, I want to run the ball. All I want to do is run the ball. That, that's got to make Dak feel great. Like I, I know he wants to differentiate himself from Kellen Moore, but what a stupid thing to say. I hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> are you excited about the uh the idea the the buzz from uh from jr's son that they're gonna extend Dak? do you like that thought i don't know i, I I'm, I'm fine with it i don't know we never talked about spaghetti's guy wanted 45 million dollars and i don't know as the price just goes up and up and up you don't believe that spaghetti? i've heard rumors i've heard rumors yeah. that the deal is already done, which does not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which does not align then with the news that we've heard over right. the last couple of weeks that there is a deal in place. And, uh, you know, with, with the giants talking about it, it would seem I've lost it seems track of like the matters. leaks are coming from the giants saying that Jones's camp is too high with the number they're coming yeah, in. But at. if the camp, if the cap goes up eight to 12 million and the quarterback's worth 20, 30% of that, like, uh, some, I, I don't know. I, I guess everything does need to go up and up and up and up. And so I don't, I don't even know what's a bad price tag anymore. Spaghetti's like, no way we're getting him for 12. I, I could see him. <laughs> no, I don't, it's not going to be 12, but I don't, I don't, I think the 45, it, obviously the interesting thing, and I do agree with check and I, I've heard the same thing. In fact, it might've been the one that told check, um, about I had a source that said the deal was done, but is that right? Check yeah. you're taking credit. For Spaghetti's my noodle. He's, he's a little, little noodle, little pasta in my ear. I can, I can tell you off air, uh, the source, but, um, they, I think obviously Joe he, Lenardi? he it's, <laughs> it is not, is not the bracketologist. He left CAA for a new, for the athletes first, right. uh, agency. 
I think. And some people, I know there was someone on ESPN that was like, oh, it, it, or in Florida as well, we're like 45 million. I think that's ridiculous. I think Daniel Jones knows that no other, no other team would pay that little on the Giants. So I think 45 was just coming from, it was bad info or whatever it was. I think he'll probably sign somewhere in the upper 30 range, which is pretty average for the NFL, especially next year with Herbert, Burrow, uh, Jalen Hurts, and all those guys getting a new extension. It's going to be middle of the road. Well, the one thing we don't know is, and the only reason I believe the 45 is what is this Deshaun Watson thing? We haven't seen a lot of new quarterback contracts since Deshaun Watson. So maybe, maybe everyone's like, Hey, I want guaranteed. I haven't done anything wrong. I want guaranteed. Right. Martin. Like, I, don't- I mean, I hear you, but also, and I don't mean no disparaging to Daniel Jones. It was the second time I took a shot at him in the last two days, but yeah. uh, he ain't Kyler Murray or, or Derek Carr or, or like the, the guys who have gotten their new contracts. Like he's uh, not, like when you show that level on the on the playing field, then like maybe you could have a better argument. But like just the fact that you happen to play quarterback and Deshaun Watson happens to play quarterback. No, I know. I like, just think it may, it may affect quarterback contracts across the board. I I mean, if you're talking about like a Joe Burrow, you know Lamar Jackson, I'm in with you. I'm in with you. But like Eddie just said. The rest, somebody else has to want him too. Mm-hmm. You know, at that's that exactly right. That is exa- that is the. It, I think that if Danny Dimes went out, because you know everybody, oh, we got to get a quarterback, but people don't want like the what the fourteenth best quarterback, and that's about what Dimes is. Mm-hmm. You would feel uninspired if you are a Raiders fan and you heard like we're taking a run at Dimes and we're going to make him a big. Five-year deal, you know, tracking towards two hundred million or whatever it would be. I think Raiders fans would be like, "What the hell?" But who canceled? I guess the Giants <laughs> wanted. It kind of depends, Dimes. though, because if you're, I think the, you like the Raiders, him with Abel you to, and you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. But I think if Dimes went out and tried to find another team to put a number against the the Giants and say, "Hey, I can walk and go go take this deal elsewhere," I don't think that exists. I'm with Marty on that. Well, but. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but if you're if you're the Raiders, you have to beat Patrick Mahomes the best every year, right? You know, I mean, we talked the other day about the 25th best quarterback could win the NFC South right now. Just put him on any team, right? Daniel Jones went to the Falcons like, oh, wait a minute. They may have a playoff win in them, right? They're going to get That's out of why, the South. I, 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 it's why I marveled at Brady. Like when, when you heard the buzz a couple years ago when he was thinking, it was like, my my the biggest pause I had with him going to the Chargers, and I thought that's where he was going to go for a number of reasons. And I thought the only thing is competitively is Tom Brady looking at that and saying like I can't win this division. I, I look at I got to go right. through Mahomes and everybody else to do right. it. Is Aaron Rodgers factoring that? It in? should if he be. doesn't it's a, retire. Be a huge he, factor. It's like, could he go anything. like if I go to the Panthers, I can take this team to the Super Bowl conceivably. If I go to yeah. the Raiders, I'm going to come in third or fourth place. Right. There you go. I don't know. And that that's the biggest part. The smallest pause are Kenny Pickett's hands, right? But you said the biggest pause you took. I don't know. Pause, right. I yeah, got you. Yeah. Different pause. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break, and then we'll give it into our plays of the day. Have not been that successful, but uh, stick mm. around. Listen anyway. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, Sheck, it's Thursday. Give us a winner. Now, Sheck is going to list, uh, I'm going to predict he's going to list nine hockey teams. We're going to yeah. get confused, and then he's going to ask Eddie and uh, Spaghetti and Meatballs to pick three for them, and they're going to look at each other like, what the hell just no. happened? Yeah, I have I have a pretty I have a pretty clear one here. Oh, clear, right. clear, although they're again, there we go. Games on the slate. <laughs> there, I'm sick. Yes, I, you know we could spin off into a 40 minute uh, philosophical conversation. I'm not going to do it now. About like you know, again, like you say, are you if you're chasing Mahomes within your division, what kind of quarterback do you go? It's the same thing with this trade deadline around the NHL. How far are you going to go? to try and win the conference when it's so stacked. It's fascinating. And that's what you have in the Wales conference right now. Um, by the way, when I was listing things off yesterday, one I did say, oh, my went with, and I'm sick of my balls. I didn't was Penguins on the money line with Brian Russ scoring a goal. That would have paid out uh, plus 400. Instead, I, I lost and I apologize. Rear view mirror. Sabres. Bruins are red hot. They haven't lost in eight games now. They're making big acquisitions. Problem is, a couple of their regulars are down right now as they bring in new blood Bertuzzi and all that. They're feeling real good at home. It's a lock they're going to win. Sabres lost at home to, 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 uh, to the dirty Columbus Blue Jackets. Of course, you take the bees on home ice. But they're a bubble team, right? They need they need games like this. All right, but that's the biggest favorite on the board. You're taking a minus this, one and a half, or you're parlaying? I'm them? taking them. No, I'm taking them on the money line plus two forty. Oh, you're taking the Sabers. I see. I'm taking the Sabers <laughs> plus two forty. That's how I'm going against it. I, I got also, you. Okay. I also like the Panthers on home ice minus a goal and a half plus one twenty two against the Preds, who are you know selling off some of their best players. All right. We, now. There you go. Martin, how'd that video do the other day? Uh, it's, NBA betting is a disaster. I mean, yeah, I had everything lined up. It was Plumlee and Zubox. You know, like Nas Reed gets like 17 rebounds in yeah. the first half. So there you go. Uh, I'm taking the under in the Raptors and the Wizards game tonight. The under is 4-0 <laughs> in the Wizards last four after they score 100 points. And oh. the Raptors, an under is 4-0 in the last Raptors four overall. So I'm going under there, under 222. All right. And I tell you what, fade me if you need to, because I've been absolutely horrible. Is that right? All right. You know what? I appreciate, and I think the uh, audience appreciates your your candidness right there. I really do. I mean, it's been, it, yeah. look, NFL, I was on it. This, but round this, ball? This, Lord have mercy. Is, let's, uh, the parlay kid, I think, just uh, cracked a 10 game losing streak or something. But let, lose now because the big bets come next week, the week after. Exactly. Stuff like that, you know. Uh, My picks have been pretty good for the record. They have not been bad. I lost. Uh, okay. well, on, Dave, on when you give out seven at offer. a time. <laughs> a lot of rear view mirror for Shaq, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going Big Ten, Illinois, Michigan, uh, Illini, four and a half point favorite. How hey, dare Matthew you? Matthew Mayer. I know. I'm sorry. And I know it's uh, 
It's fun. That Hunter Dickinson heroic shot the other day against Wisconsin brought them to overtime. They won. They're kind of, depending on what you read, I don't know. I have my whole chart, their color chart, blue, first four out, green. I'm not even going to show it. I know it's in my bag somewhere. Uh, Michigan needs it more, and I think everyone's leaning on Michigan. That's kind of why I'm taking Illinois. They have a player, Matthew Mayer, probably their best player, said he had caffeine poisoning after drinking six Monster Energy drinks. Have you, Spaghetti, you're shaking your head. Does this happen to you? No, well, he he was drinking the monsters while gaming, I think. And as a, I don't drink energy <laughs> drinks, so I'm what? more of a coffee guy. But as a, a gamer, I do respect that. Really? Oh yeah. I, over how much time? I wonder. Six. He just probably back to back to back to back to back. No kidding. Yeah. Good for sick. him. Well, he I think he's playing tonight. Uh, Illinois nineteen ten, Michigan seventeen Can't and twelve. Poisoning. They're fourteen and two. Uh, Illinois at the State Farm Center. They've beaten Michigan fifteen out of twenty meetings in Champaign. And I think it's going to be 81-71 for the Illini. This has never happened to you, though, Sal? I'm, I'm surprised because you're not a boozer. Yeah. And, you know, people obviously can overdo it with that. But I'm surprised that you, in, in replacing the booze, just didn't have too many uh, too many of your favorite colas. You know what I would like do? That. Do you remember Jolt? I do. Do they yeah. still have Jolt? I don't think so. I would drink uh, Mikey Meatballs. You'll like this. I would drink a couple of Jolts before a wrestling match. Did not help. It was not good. That wasn't good. I was like pissing my pants uh, or my my singlet as it was. But you would have to pee. Yeah, it was, uh, and, and, I, and my head was erratic. It was, it was weird. It was very weird. Are you allowed to? Are you, uh, what happens oh, if it's been rebranded you know, as Jolt Energy since so 2006? Really? I haven't. Have you launched in 1985? That? America's first carbonated energy drink. Would you see that in a 7-Eleven? If you walked into a 7-Eleven, you'd see a Jolt. If you opened one of those, I don't think I've so. never had one of those. Ooh, you know you what? Cap of consequences. Five Jolts. <laughs> How about that? Now you, now you, now you can't leave. I like your Joel's, team gets eliminated yeah. from the playoffs, and you have to sit and watch it, and you can't leave. Jazzed, all jazzed up on Joel. I like. How about Babyface Joel Solomon? Joel's Jolts. Uh, if he loses something, we should keep that in mind. Joel, would you do that? I don't think it would really. I'm pretty just monotone, level headed. I don't think it would really do much to me. I don't think. <laughs> well, well, you know, let's find out. We won't yeah. know until we see. That's true. All right. There you go. Uh, oh, so it's I'm only drinking store. it through a funnel. That's where you can that find it. Sense. Dollar store. Get all your jolt at the dollar store. Hey, uh, speaking of cap of consequences, me, it's going to be me. It's going to be baby face. We're doing this, uh, Shaq. We have to do it. Good. Mikey meatballs. We're going to see 80 for Brady. We, I got the old lady wigs. We're doing this tomorrow. Um, I found the theater about 1.30, so we got to we got to do it, babyface. We listen. We had someone skip out on the cap of consequences. The guy who lost came in very last place. I don't want to get into it too much, but he skipped. He, he got he got freaked out, and he won't let. In honor of Super Bowl 57, he wouldn't take uh, bottles of ketchup uh, over the head, squeezed on his head. He bailed. Well, I guess I know. He left out the consequences part. Which is really the whole thing. Listen, it's like cap please, of con- please don't join this con. Please don't join these if if you're not going to do that. It, it makes it makes him. I mean, he has to live with himself, Jack. But no honor there, right? No, indeed, no, indeed. Although I could use that spare ketchup to fill in the flesh yarmulke in a pinch. <laughs> you want it? So fifty-seven. I mean, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, if it's if it's Heinz, I would never put Hunts on this. No. Uh, what about Akersher ketchup? Head. <laughs> no, it's got to be the 57 for the Super Bowl. Jack, did you watch Mandalorian last night? 
I haven't watched that. I've been trying to get through all the um all the Oscar movies. Everything, everywhere, yeah, all at once I, I is dynamite. It. Oh, really? You, got you didn't like it? Thing. I don't. A, I, that, that was like drinking jolt for me. I mean, I tell me about it. it. Right. First fifteen minutes, really? Oh, like I like regular, it. and then all of a sudden, bam! I don't want to think that much in a in a movie. Be it it's all what if? Well, you know, I love the what if game. So yeah. that's so was that, like, that was right on my alley. Right now, will I miss anything? That's that was my what if. No, I've I, also been watching. I was fascinated. By like bemused though, why is every news channel going wall to wall on the on the Magruder, whatever their names are? You know the the what? murder trial, the double oh, murder, the yeah, redhead the Netflix thing, yeah, yeah lawyer yeah. guy, the Netflix guy, right? Why is it wall to wall? Like, okay, it's sad two people got murdered, but like, why does some crimes get the wall to wall coverage on CNN when others don't? Um, <laughs> well, it, so Netflix, it's very yeah, strange. Well, yeah. And then I watched, yeah. then I watched the, the first 45 minutes of that uh, Netflix documentary. Boy, this family, you're going to go, oh, on. Really? you got to watch right, it. I'm going to watch that but because, because you realize like, too. Yeah. Oh, there's a rooting interest. You're, we're rooting against the family. I get it now. That's why CNN showing it wall to wall. Back yeah, to uh, the Mandalorian for some, my little cousin is in it. My cousin, Jonathan's son. Oh Wesley. yeah. What's up? You saw, uh, did meatballs. Did you watch it yet? You, you, you watch it, right? Eddie. He's the one on the beach, and um, right before that crazy monster comes out, that that uh, he's the kid. Oh wow! They put the helmet on and don't and don't take it off. Yeah, he was, uh, I guess, like their yeah. version of being knighted. He was yeah. given the Mandalorian. That's awesome. I watched it. It's pretty action packed. But that that Grogu, hmm. what's it? Grogu is the baby Yoda, and you guys root for this thing. That's a that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, you guys root for something. You root for Connor McDavid and this Grogu. Like, how could you? I, how it's easy to root for Pedro Pascal right now. I mean, he's he's like the Mandalorian and Joel in The Last of Us. I mean, he's he's Wait. like he's the best. Oh, I see. So no, I'm talking about this one. No, I know, and I'm saying I root for them. I root for them. He is like the leader. He leads someone in The Last of Us, and he leads mm -hmm. someone in The Mandalorian. So I root for them. It's stupid. It's a stupid little puppet, though. <laughs> he's powerful. <laughs> Jack, come on, you too. It's kind of silly. listen. I've grown up a little bit, and <laughs> maybe maybe become more curmudgeonly. I I like I I don't know. I feel oversaturated by the Star Wars stuff. Oh, now. really? I loved oh, it. Wow. I loved it so much, I know you yeah, as you know, for, for decades and decades. Yeah. And then the prequels came out and I was like, well, these only detract from, from the greatness of the first three. Right. And there've been some fun little ones. Rogue One was great. And I thought Solo was underrated all right. and all that, but it's like, all right. I mean, how many different Star Wars shows do we need? I can't keep up with them all. Well, check out but Muzzle Tub. Yes. Muzzle Dove to Wesley and yes. follow his old man on Instagram. One of the very funniest really followers. Funny, Jonathan. I yeah. mean, really, really GD hysterical on the yeah. on social media is his brother Jonathan. My favorite of all the Kimmel. Wait, no. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Babyface, what are you what are you thinking about? You saw this or you didn't? No, no, but I do, I do think we don't have to do it today. We should not let Eddie off the hook of uh this source. Oh who is this source? <laughs> Deep pass. Uh, yeah. Don't I'm you tell it. anything, Spaghetti. That's that's what you got. You don't tell it to you don't tell it to baby face Joel. Wait a minute. I think is it's Jada. Is it Jada? <laughs> wow. Just, well, tell us that much. Is it Jada? <laughs> I'm just I just heard something. We were in Phoenix during the Super Bowl and I heard something from I'm, very from I, I Is there something with spaghetti sauce? Sauce source? Saucy. Sp spaghetti <laughs> Saucy source. Hey, who's, yeah. who's spaghetti sauce? I don't know. Arabiata source. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's spicy. <laughs> he did. He did get in the Uber in Phoenix and was like, yo, I, they just told me we got Danny. This, we really? got him. It's locked up. It's the Uber it was the driver. Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Grogu. 
Give me a break. All right. Uh, so that's it. Lemon pepper parlay, Martin Weiss, uh, Mark Gunnels, very good stuff on the NBA. Breaks it all down for you. Shaq, you and Kevin Hench on minus three. That happens in a couple hours. And you're that's gonna right. It's going to be very there. something. I don't know what. It's going to be very. <laughs> It'll be very. All right. Uh, making fun of sports against all odds. We got it all right here on the network. What am I forgetting? Covered in glory. Yes, it's all there for you. Big, big week coming up next week. Conference championships, the big ones. And uh, Eddie's going to reveal his source. Source, sauce. There you go. Uh, reminded everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 